On the phone with us on the Detroit Sports Podcast, the agent for Mike Valeni, Mort Meisner. Obviously, big news today. The Detroit Lions have left the flagship of 97.1. They're going back to WJR. And some news has been made regarding whether the Lions attempted to censor one of your clients. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The, there, is, there is no love lost between the Detroit Lions and Mike Valenti. And, you know, for, for many years, they have tried to have management at the station uh, control Mike and censor Mike and have Mike apologize and have him stay away from certain things and not be so critical. And, um, you know, and not too long ago during, uh, you know, recent months, we'll say, the Lions made it clear that a stipulation uh, that would cause them to stay involved Mike leaving the station. So, in essence, you're saying that in or- the Lions made it clear in negotiations with 97.1 that if Mike Valeni was going to be on the air at 97.1, they would, be there. They would not be there. Correct. Okay, and so knowing that... Do, do you t- uh, discuss this with Mike? Do you tell him, like, listen, you know, this is their stance? Or how, how is this affecting you and your relationship with your client? Oh, well, I, I completely support Mike, and, and happily so does market manager Deb Kenyon. I mean, you know, Deb Kenyon puts the listeners first. She protects her talent. And at no time has Deb Kenyon uh, ever ordered Mike to stay away from uh, certain subjects. Now, in the past, Mike got in a little bit of trouble when he made comments regarding the death of a former Lions player, and he did come on the air and apologize and said that it it went a little bit too far. I think Mike would be the first to tell you that in live radio or live TV, sometimes you may say things that you'd like to have back. And and Mike's a stand-up guy, so if Mike ever makes a mistake, he'll own up to it uh, and, and not bury it. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, do you feel like after that t- that point, the relationship with the Lions became even more contentious, um, knowing no, that? Okay, no, it, it's it's just always been contentious. You know, sometimes he appeared on Channel Two a couple of years ago, the before the the day of the New Orleans Saints game, and they were critical of the colors he wore that were similar to those in the New Orleans Saints. Oh wow! So what you what you're saying is that the Lions have made concerted efforts to kind of control the message for uh, years. For years, but, but but you know I represent Mike. Look, Jeff Rieger. Several years ago, they demanded he stop doing the post game show because he was too negative. Well, that was the year they were zero and sixteen. You look whether it's you know uh, Valenti, Rieger, Leach, Bogey, all of who I represent. Matt Gary at 105.1, the Lions would like to control what gets out. Look, I ran Channel 2 from 1988 to 97, and there were numerous times where they would call and complain about what my sports department was doing. If you go back to the late 70s and early 80s, when Al Ackerman worked with me at Channel 7 and the legendary Dave Dials, Russ Thomas, the then general manager, or his minions would frequently call, and they try to get Al and Dave fired. So this is nothing new. The best thing they could do is put a winning team on the field. Exactly, and that's what I think everyone around town is looking at. Just yeah, I mean, it's not Mike's job or anyone's job to be a cheerleader, nor you know any more than they should be all negative. But but you know the Lions. I want to see the Lions win. I mean, but. It's it's 
not a great organization, and hopefully they're going to turn the corner. Yeah, that's what we're all hoping for. And now you start seeing things like team-run websites, DetroitLions.com. Teams have their own writers, and some athletes themselves are, you know, kind of banding together, starting these Twitter pages and, and their own websites, like the Players' Tribune, where they kind of can mask the message and things like that. What, do you, what is your take on organizations well, doing stuff like that? I can tell you indirectly on that. I've had occasion to run into a number of Detroit Lions. I, I won't say where, but a number of them. And especially the young ones have told me that they've been told by management uh, to not trust the media, try to avoid the media. The media is our enemy. Oh, wow. So it's even gotten to that level where it's even getting told yeah, to the I players. Know a number of the players. I'm not going to say who because it would be obvious where I met them. Uh, we have with us Mort Meisner, agent of Mike Valeni, and he's been kind enough to talk to us a little bit about the media yeah. and things like that. Now, in terms of interviews and things like that, you know, Ndamukong Sue had had a situation where he's had some tough interviews with Mike. Matthew Stafford and, and, and was a regular guest of Valeni and Foster. Now he goes to Mitch Album. Do you find that, you know, the accessibility of these athletes in the radio business is a little bit more tough where you can't really ask them even real questions or they're just going to go to places where they're sa- they well, feel safe and secure? Well, it is tough. You know, Larry Foote, the ex-Michigan player and, uh, and Pittsburgh Steeler great, is my godson, I'm proud to say. Larry does a lot of broadcasting. He's um, uh, an assistant coach now for Arizona. Larry is a breath of fresh air because he calls it as he sees it. You know, guys like Larry Foote have talked on the air about what a joke the drug testing is because the players know when they're going to be tested. And I just think, look, these guys make a lot of money, but just because they make a lot of money doesn't mean they should be targeted unfairly. But I think these uh, pro athletes need to have broader shoulders uh, because while they have difficult jobs, they don't work hard the same way most of their fans do. And finally, they're babies, they're spoiled. Mm-hmm. And finally, um, it's been documented now that uh, Mike Villani, he's going to be well coveted. His contract's up in March. Have there been talks preliminarily to keep him on the uh, on the ticket? Well, I would say I, I think Mike's going to remain at the ticket. I mean, Mike is is uh, very grateful uh, for his job, uh, grateful for his position, and and you know, uh, Mike gets along with uh, Jim Powers, his boss, and. Deb Kenyon, the big boss. I think he's he's been treated very fairly. Thank you so much. I for- want Mike to stay there. I, I it, It's a great fit. Uh, and I believe so, too. We'll be looking forward to his, uh, obviously, at 2 o'clock, there's going to be probably some interesting radio going on at uh, 2 o'clock. I would suggest listen closely, because I know what Mike has in store, and he's going to really bring it. Thank you so much, Mr. Meisner. We appreciate your time. My privilege. Thanks.